It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a prolific Bible teacher, executive leader, advisor and sponsor. Known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom and unique incursions into God's word to provide relevance, clarity and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you provide clarity to the burning questions you've been harboring all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight and understanding to some questions. Take a listen. Hello, good day to you and trust you're doing well. This is Solomon Ray once more and we are here with another question. Our question for today is coming from Laura. Laura is in Cameroon, Yaoundé. And Laura has a couple of questions but in the same line. Please, I need orientation concerning fasting. Please, can you help me? My worries are, number one, what is a fast? Number two, what are the different types of fasting? Number three, what to do and what not to do during the fast? Number four and the last, some prayer points and guidelines for fasting. Please, can you help me? Okay. Thank you very much, Laura, for reaching out. We'll just be straightforward and go right to it. Let's go straight first to what the normal average person will say about fasting. From the dictionary, it says, Fasting is abstaining from food. So it's especially as a religious observance. Abstaining from food. That's what fasting means from just the normal layman point of view. I would say that fasting is something we do physically, Basically, it's about abstaining from food with the aim of achieving a spiritual result, depending on what we want to achieve. But it goes beyond just abstaining from food, because food is not really the bond of contention. Food is not bad. God created food and he gave us food. But why are we abstaining from food? Another way to define fasting here is that abstaining from food, making sure we bring our human cravings, our human desires into subjection. We have a mastery over our human desires, our human cravings. And one of the most potent cravings is the craving for food. It is the mother of all cravings. If we can master our craving for food, we can easily master any other craving craving for wealth, craving for money, craving for sex, craving for whatever, pleasure, just pleasure for pleasure's sake. So in fasting really, it's not food that we are fighting against, we are fighting against our human cravings. We want to gain mastery over our human cravings. We want to live our lives beyond our human cravings. 
you don't want to be in the category of men that they will say the way to a man's heart is through the stomach it's only some very average men who have that thing happen to them because a real man is not captured from his belly is captured from his mind but that was just some sarcastic way of saying that we are fighting we are in fasting we want to have dominance over our human cravings the principle of all cravings is a craving for food have you taken note that when there's no food there's no drive even for your career there's no drive even for that business there's no drive when you're almost to the point of death and you're hungry all you need is food business doesn't count again sex is of no effect pleasure doesn't matter because you're about to die you need food it's when we are filled that every other craving now builds from that craving from that sufficiency in terms of food Every craving takes its strength from the craving of food or the craving for food. So fasting is depriving ourselves of food so that we can achieve something spiritual. It can be a particular prayer point that you have. It can be you want to know your assignment. It can be you want to hear the voice of God in a particular aspect in your life. You embark on a fast and you deprive yourself of food so that you can like really put yourself in a good posture to hear what God is saying. Because God is always talking. It's just that we are so much into noise, internal noise and external noise. External noise, social media, TV, radio, noise around, internal noise, our own dream, our own visions, our own passions and all those things, the craving for pleasure, all those things is internal noise. Because the more your voice is amplified internally, your own dreams and passions, your own visions, your own everything, your life, you hear God less and less. So that's what fasting is all about. Fasting is taking yourself away from food so you can hear what God is saying as per the purpose of your fasts. Number two, what are the different kinds or types of fasting? There are many, and here I will not I will start attempting to start listing all of them. You can just Google them, types of fasts, and you have a good number of fasts, the Daniel fast and many kinds of fasting. And worthy of note is that people who are not Christian even fast. Even those who are not religious fast. Because fasting has some health benefits, you see. So you can Google that and you will get an answer to all of that. But what I'm going to focus on is not really the type of fasting or the type of fasts because it is not in the type that the power of your fast resides it's not because you operate in the daniel fast which makes your fasting to be more potent to an extent the daniel fast is a bit obsolete why it's not because daniel fasted for 21 days that the angel came or the or god answered when the angel came the angel said that god had answered your prayers the very first day you began praying and it's not because of the 21 days of fast that the angel defeated the prince of persia who was withholding the answer from god to daniel so daniel's 21 days of fast was a kind of obsolete it was not necessary that's what i mean it didn't make for the angel to come to him it didn't make for the angels to go and defeat the prince of persia no because god had answered his prayer the first day he began praying and fasting so the potency of our fast doesn't reside in the type of fast the potency of our fast resides in the understanding which animates us in terms of our fast and the motivation for which we are fasting very important the potency of our fast resides in the understanding which animates us and the motivation, our motive for fasting. If we understand that fasting doesn't move the hand of God, then we're on a good track. 
That's what I talked about understanding. Fasting doesn't move the hand of God. Fasting doesn't change God. Fasting doesn't make God to do something that he never wanted to do before. Fasting, on the contrary, moves us. Fasting changes us. And fasting puts us in a posture and in a position able enough to receive what God is saying. God is always talking, I repeat. For example, you will listen to me right now in the office or in your home, anywhere that you are in the garden. Without you knowing, you have radio and TV waves passing around where you are. But you can't know because you don't have the required tool that can make sense of the waves around. You need now a radio receiver or a TV set to interpret and to take those waves and make sense of the waves and produce now images or sound that you listen to from the radio. That's what fasting does. What fasting does is it takes us away from the noise, quiet the noise within, and puts us in a posture where we can hear what God is saying, what God has always been saying and is saying at that time. It's very important. The potency of fasting doesn't reside in the type of fast, but the understanding that drives the fast and the motivation for the fast. If you think that as you are fasting, your goal is to move the hand of God, then you are in the wrong place. If to you in your fasting, you are trying to have the sympathy of God, you are in the wrong place. If to you, you are fasting, you are trying to move God into compassion and to make God to say something that he never said before, then you are in error. Fasting doesn't move the hand of God. Fasting moves you. Fasting puts you in a posture where you can listen to what God has been saying all the time because God is always talking. Number three, what to do and what not to do during the fast. What to do? So your goal is to quiet the noise and to hear the voice of God as per what you're praying about and what you're fasting about. So what do you do to quiet the noise within and without? Number one, quiet the noise without. Go away from every distraction your phone, no social media. If you have the resources, go on a retreat. Go somewhere and leave your home. If you are staying with your parents, but let them know. This should not be a um, ground for rebellion. Let them know what you're doing and go on a retreat. Go somewhere in a hotel, a retreat ground somewhere and be there. Go away from distractions. If you don't have the money for that, be in your room and spend time there. But it doesn't mean that you become stubborn and don't participate in house chores. Do what you have to do, but make sure you spend more time away from distractions your phone especially and also avoid unwanted visitation from your friends you can tell them you're not available for any visits from this time to this time or this period because your friend can come and they will come with a different vibe and they have some different things and they are putting your friend's name down and you people are talking against somebody all of that you're foiling and destroying that period of fast that you're in avoid that it doesn't mean that when you now finish fasting you now can take your friend's name and destroy them no that's not what it means so avoid all the distractions that's external distractions now what do you do to quiet internal distractions that's where now you redirect your life towards god your mind and you study scripture any fast you do without scripture you're just going on hunger strike any fasting you're doing without studying the scripture and without prayer but particularly studying the word of god you are going on hunger strike you are not fasting because you want to hear the voice of God. You want to hear what God is saying. You need direction. You need clarity. You need guidance. You need God's Rema word for now, for you. 
So you now put yourself in a place where you can hear the voice of God the best. One is prayer. And the best way to hear the voice of God is through his word. A preacher said that God speaks clearest with the Bible open in front of you. And with me, it's the same. When I encounter the word of God through a sermon and I'm studying, I see pictures, revelations, visions. Because God speaks clearest with the word in front of you open. So you have to dedicate yourself into Bible study and prayer and also listening to sermons but primarily studying the Bible. And what do you study? You study things that are relative to what you're praying for. Or if God has given you some specific verses to read and to study, then you focus on those verses and on those passages for that period. So it's important that you have a spiritual leader, a spiritual father. And I've said it's not optional. Every Christian should have a spiritual father. Everyone. I don't mean a mentor. I mean a spiritual father. Because a mentor is there to help you achieve your dreams. A spiritual father role is to help God achieve his dream through you. Those are two different things. So have a spiritual leader and let them know what you're doing. They should guide you and they can join you in your fast and they can be helping you to pray the points that you are praying and you're handling during the fast. I've had many people reach out to me and they said, Daddy, I'm praying for this, I'm praying for this and how can I go about the fast? And I've told them, you know, God has helped me to direct them. Do this, do that, don't do this. And sometimes I'll join them in the fasting, sometimes all through, sometimes some days. But I know what they want, what they are looking for, and we'll pray about it. And I will speak to God relating to that from the posture of an influencer in their lives. Yes, things like that. So always have a spiritual leader. Have one if you don't have one. Ask God whom he has sent to you. Don't just choose one. You can choose one, but that's the right way to go. Ask God whom he is sending you to. And God is always faithful. You're always saying to somebody. Not everybody's grace is sufficient for you. And not everybody's grace is a grace that you need to actualize your own destiny. Very important. So don't choose people because they speak well or they are wonderful orators or they have big churches or big companies. Let God choose someone for you. Pray about it. That can be a prayer point for your fasting period. The person that God sent me to, I didn't like the person. I didn't. So if it were left to me, I wouldn't have chosen the person. And I wouldn't have been able to have the graces that are required for me to fulfill the destiny that God has for me. Because different destinies require different graces. Very important. So God sent me to that person that this is the person. And I said, oh. And when I began following the person, following, listening and everything, and God is helping me. He's giving me those graces that I need. And I realize that whatever the person is saying, I never strain to understand the person. It doesn't mean that's an indicator of your spiritual leader. Don't put words in my mouth. When a person was saying something difficult to understand, I've always understood the person because those are the things that God has been telling me in the past or God is telling me in the present. Most often, when I'm confronting myself with his teachings, it's a series of confirmation of what God is telling me now. So my point is, if I had to choose my spiritual leader by myself, I would have missed the person. Again, don't choose. Let God choose for you. Let God send you to somebody. It's not because somebody is your pastor in church doesn't mean that the person is your spiritual leader by default. The person can be an authority over your life in terms of an instructor. We have one father, many instructors. The one I'm talking about is your spiritual father. You can have many instructors. It's very important. What was the next one? Some prayer points and guidelines for fasting. So for guidelines, I'll give the guidelines, prayer points. It depends on you what you want to pray for, what you want to achieve. Generally, I'll give you guidelines of prayer points. 
Don't waste your time fasting asking God for things that only concern and will benefit you. Don't waste your time praying and fasting asking for God for things that will only make you self-aggrandizement, self-pleasure. The Bible says that's what it means by praying and miss. Praying and miss is when we are praying for something with a wrong motive. Let me see if we can open Bible verse so we can read from there. Read from James chapter 4 verses 1 to 3. James chapter 4 verses 1 to 3 and I read from the King James Version. From when comes wars and fightings among you, come they not hence even from your lusts that war in your members too? Ye lust and have not, ye kill, and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. 3. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. So basically what he's saying there is that the reason why there is so much jealousy among the brethren and there's envy. So we try to get what our brother has. And he's saying that the reason for that because we don't ask. And even when we ask, we don't receive because we are asking with a selfish motive to only consume the answer of the prayers on our pleasure and selfish ambitions. That's praying amiss. So don't embark on a fast for that. Make sure whatever thing that's your prayer point, it should be something that is relevant for God. It can be relevant for you, but make sure that God finds relevance in it and it's contributing to God's kingdom expansion in the earth. Very important. You are a savior. You are a deliverer. Make sure that you think like one and you pray like one. Therefore, whenever you are praying and fasting, I always tell people that your fundamental prayer point should be twofold. Number one, you want to know God. Number two, you want to understand Him. You want to know His ways. Those two points should always be before you open the Bible to study. God, I want to know you. Help me see you. Let me understand how you operate. I want to understand you and you study because your goal for Bible study is not to just know the Bible is to understand God is to know him and ultimately to operate like him that's the goal of Bible study that should be the ultimate goal of fasting so I think we have all of that noted down thank you very much again Laura for your question and I know that you've received some very good clarifications to your doubts and to what you needed help with. Thank you as well for listening, listeners. And I trust that you're you're receiving value from this. And always let us know when you do, following the guidelines in the show notes below. Thank you very much for all that you do. And we truly believe in you and we love you. I do love you. That's why I'm taking out all this time and it takes a lot from our parts to make this available and any other thing that God is putting in our heart is instructing us to do and it's because I truly believe in you I believe in the person that you're becoming if you're listening to this podcast from episode one and listening and listening and repeating it means you love God there is something that you want there's something you want to serve God and I believe that God will use you in a very wonderful way to do the things that even you yourself never thought possible not to make your name great not to make your family's name great not to make your village name great not to make your country proud not to make your continent proud to make Jesus proud to make God proud to make his purposes come to pass in your life in the lives of people around you and in the earth 
that should be your motivation that should be your drive that is mine that's my drive that's my motivation that's what i dream and breathe when i eat i think about it when i eat that's what permeates my mind when i do whatever i do i'm with that my wife will tell you we are discussing all of that you know what can we do to make sure we actualize our destiny what can we do so that we can perceive the things that god is telling us to do and we do it with all our hearts singleness of mind there is no plan b there is no plan c if it's not jesus christ it's nothing thank you very much god bless you i have been solomon ray god let swear signing out bye-bye trust this episode was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player getting value from this podcast consider doing the following steps step 1 leave a review after the show notes below and step 2 share with your friends and loved ones via your social media platforms Also, consider showing some love by supporting us by giving towards the development of other programs using the appropriate link in the show notes as well. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude, use the appropriate link in the show note below to send your voice note. We truly love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead and remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.